Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, folks, and welcome to The Hang. In this episode, we are hanging with the incredible Welsh actress, singer, and songwriter Lucy Jones. Lucy has had an eclectic career, which we all in the UK first met her on The X Factor as she was one of the series finalists in 2009. Then she took to the stage in various leading roles in Les Miserables, We Will Rock You, Legally Blonde, The Wedding Singer, and up until the pandemic, Jenna in Waitress. Lucy also represented the United Kingdom in the Eurovision Song Contest in 2017. Now recently, Lucy headlined her own solo show at the Adelphi Theatre in London. That show was recorded live and will soon be released as an album. I wanted to hear about Lucy's experience about putting that show together and her journey with the musical waitress. Sadly, because of the pandemic, the recording of this podcast was done just before that. And since then, Waitress has announced its closure in London. Lucy is one of the kindest people I know and I admire how hard she works. I love how she always has a busy creative mind and is willing to try new adventures to grow as an artist. Welcome to The Hang, Lucy Jones. <laughs> Hello, thanks okay. for having me. You have a show tonight. I do, yes. What's going on with that? Um, it's just a small, um, it was St. David's Day this week, which is uh, the patron saint of Wales. Yes. Uh, and the Royal Guards Chapel in the palace uh, I will be singing with the Welsh Guard, with the Royal Welsh Guard. So the brass band of the Welsh Army. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. I honor. do it every year. It's, it's a really great gig. It's free. Everyone comes down and we just oh. have a lovely time. All right, so you're not <laughs> nervous about it. I'm not like, because right away I was like, why are you doing this today? Oh, gosh, no, not at all. It's a, it's a really nice gig. I do it every year. I know the band guys really well. I know the pro the promoters and the producers really well. So it's it's super chill. And then we all go out and have dinner afterwards at the Cavalry Club. It's very large dar I mean. It's very not me. Um, but it's really fun. It's you very can sweet. pull it off. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Once a year, yeah. So good to see you. You too, man. It's, it's been, been ages, yeah. And you're like a big star of Waitress now, which I know you're on a break. <laughs> yes, I'm on a break. And you're yeah. going back to it? Yes, I go back... Uh, um, in the end, the, well, kind of the middle of March until June, Perfect. and then the show closes in July. And I can come finally see it yes, now that I'm can. around. If you don't, then you, I refuse to let you put this podcast out. You have deal. to come. <laughs> it's a deal. I'm going to book my tickets now. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lucy, we've been in, we were in touch during all that. Talk about resilience. Yeah. Good yeah. For you. You it know, was, like uh, people go for some, these big roles, especially something as popular as Waitress, and I'm sure... You're having hands and probably went through something like that. I've been through things like that where roles, you audition and audition, and you keep thinking, what more do you want to see? Mm -hmm. This was a funny one as well because um, as soon as the show was announced that it was coming here, uh, I gunned for it. I, I put it right in my sights, and I did everything I could for it. Uh, and the audition process all went really well. Uh, we did this final mix and match session where I met with David Hunter and Marisha and Laura and uh, Pete Hanna, who was our original Earl, and um, everyone started to get offers. Uh, and they kept saying to me, we really, really, really want you. We just, you know, ironing out some corners. And then they called me and said, oh, we've actually put an out an offer to Cat McPhee to start the show, and we'd, we'd, we'd like you to be the understudy. 
Um, to which I said, I'm, I'm respectfully, my heart is completely in this now. I, I can't, I can't do that. I don't think I can sit and and watch that happen. When if if I'd always been auditioning for an understudy, then it would have been a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm nowhere near above it or anything, not at all. It just my heart was in a different place with it. Yeah, and that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, so when they then eventually came back to me and said, "Would you like to take over from Catherine?" Um, obviously I said yes, because, uh, there I was no announcement, just Kat went off to New York to have a wedding dress fitting and I went on, <laughs> uh, no announcement, no Oh, you display. went on before you were meant to start. Yep. No display in the front of house, no Twitter, no social media, no what's on stage, no, 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 none of it. It was very strange. Um, I love that though. It was, it was great though. Yeah. Cause there was so little pressure on me. Because it wasn't like a, oh, there's this new person coming in to take over this great role in this great show. It was just, I just rocked up, did my rehearsal and went, okay, good. And just before the curtain came in, uh, out for the start of the show, uh, the overture starts, which is Sarah Bareilles singing, sugar, 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 butter, sugar, butter, flower. And then the curtain flies out. And as soon as the sugar went, I went, oh, oh my God, I'm actually doing this. And there's someone stood behind me and I just grabbed him with both my hands. And he was like, you can do this. Yeah, you uh, can. And I never looked back from that moment. It's, it's been amazing. I'm not there right now because Sarah is playing the role, yeah. uh, but I'll be back. And it's been, it's had its ups and downs as all jobs do. Um, but at the core of it is a really great show and a really great team. And we've had a great time. I hear only great things about it and mm. specifically your performance. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, you know, I pay good people to come and say nice things about me. Well, listen, I, I just heard <laughs> snippets of you just singing Sugar right now. And I'm, I was like, oh, there's that voice. <laughs> I've missed that. It's like mm. We've known each other since the 25th anniversary of Les Mis. Uh -huh. That's when we first met, right? Yes, yeah, the O2. And we became great friends. And I'd like to still think we are that because even though years can feels like years can kind of separate when we see each other because yeah, I went away yeah, but it feels like but I saw you when you were away I saw you in New yeah, York and I can see the show and and you're also you're, you're that friend of mine I, I have quite a few of them in our industry I think that you just pick up where you left off yeah, there's, there's no, no hard feelings there's no why didn't you call me no and there's or, no catch up text it's just like so anyways it's like we're right into it yeah. as if I was just so talking like, to you yesterday. Hey, um, I know it's been three years, but um, I, are you about for a coffee? And you're like, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll see you right now. And then that's it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of like that about our industry because the people that you actually you actually click with and you actually connect with, you will always have that. And then there's the periphery people that you work with and you, if you don't see them, they're like, why didn't you call me? And you're like, yeah, oh, pressure you're, not, you're not my friend. <laughs> well, you don't care yeah. about me in the same way. My filter now is if I get that pressure i'm like okay you're not weighing up my kids my travel yeah. my like what time do you think i'm sat at home with all this free time yeah i'm just sat at home going no avoiding you for six to eight months then i might consider you um no absolutely not and then my dilemma is i know they're like well you, you can text or whatever but i don't always be on my phone either of course i'm, I'm specifically turning it off now like i'm not going to touch that thing i'll try and wake up I'm not touching my phone for the first two hours. Mm -hmm. That's a really good Try plan. To. I read something recently that was um, wake up, take a shower, eat your breakfast, do your workout, whatever you need to do. Like make sure there's been a good hour of you before you then look at social media or read your emails or whatever. And that, if that means getting up earlier, get up earlier, do it. And I did it, I mean, for like a week, but I did it and I really felt great. It, it really does make a difference to how your day kind of yeah. plays out.
have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Sure. So I don't even know if I want to start in about X Factor and stuff. That's do no, do it. Why well, not? I feel there's going to be a connection because you. The reason I want to get you on here now, and obviously there's so much we can talk about, which will be other opportunities. You just did a concert at the Adelphi Theater. Correct? Yes, I did. I saw photos. I wasn't here. I was just getting back from Japan when it was happening. Mm-hmm. I guarantee I would have been there. I promise. No, I know but you. The do. photos I saw, the joy coming out of just the photo, your eyes, mm-hmm. the audience. First of all, your photographer was great because he, yeah, or he, or he she, is great. Yeah, they caught amazing moments. What was going on with that? What brought about you doing a solo? Because was that your first time doing your own full-on show like that? Oh, yeah. Because I know with X Factor, you did gigs. Yeah. Or you're part of a bunch of people, mm-hmm. or you've done musical theater concerts. But this is Lucy Jones selling the Adelphi Theater. Yeah, it was... Um, it sounds so so dramatic, doesn't it? Um, it started off as Freddie Tapner and I, Freddie of the London Musical Theater Orchestra. It was- an amazing, yeah. amazing one of person. my favorite people in the whole world. Yeah, uh, we've worked together for the last four or five years on lots of different projects, and he has become one of my closest friends. We see each other about once a week, and we kind of catch up. And like, he's my sounding board for a lot of things. And I'll have like three business plan ideas a week, and I'll run them all by Freddie, and he'll be like, "Absolutely not, it's terrible." Oh no, there's some there's some growth in that, and so we kind of. Um, yeah, Freddie will give you honesty for oh, sure. a hundred percent, one hundred and ten. Hi, Freddie. Um, he is a great guy, and he was sat in my dressing room with me, and we were talking about one of one of my many business ideas. And he said, "Why don't you? What are you going to do with your six weeks off? Because by the, this time, I knew Sarah Bareilles was going to come in and play Jenna. Uh, and I said, "I don't know. I, I kind of want to do. I kind of want to do an album." But I don't know in what order to do it. I don't know whether I should record it whilst I'm sitting the show and then promote it and tour it while I'm off. Or do I take those six weeks to finish off some writing and do it that way? Or do I do a musical theatre? I'm like, what am I going to do here? Um, And then we start to talk about, um, because of Waitress and because of where I am right now, it makes sense for it to be a musical theatre style album. Um, But I'm not a huge listener of a, a studio musical theatre album doesn't mean I don't like them at all I've listened to them lots in the past uh, I, I just it, I don't think it, it suits me in the way that I perform um, and I, I just love going to see people on stage in their element with live musicians and that atmosphere is just so special and we don't have many live recordings of a, of a solo artist we have lots of you know, a concert version of a show or uh, the desk recording of Legally Blonde is the is the most played version of Legally Blonde. Um, really? Yeah, of the Sheridan one in London. Uh, and I love those. I love those things. So we thought, oh, why don't we do... It started off as, well, why don't we call Zadells, see if they've got an hour somewhere, and we'll literally just do an hour straight through. I'll do a couple of little chats, but mainly just uh, singing some stuff from my career and... We can desk record it and see how it goes. That very quickly escalated into uh, we've booked the Adelphi. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> uh, and um, we've got Freddie's 22-piece orchestra um, and it's selling really well and we're going to do it for a full-scale album. Uh, so it's an 18-track live album. Holy shit, 18. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, and actually at the start of the year, I had a little bit of trouble with my voice. When I made my set list at the end of last year, I was 
soaring. My voice had never been better. Uh, so I, I didn't help myself out there. But surprisingly, or not surprisingly, depending on how you look at it, um, my body took over and it was great. It was absolutely fine. And I had... You found the joy in yeah, it. Yeah, I really did. You know, as soon as I came... I'll play it for you before Please I leave do. today. There's just the front track. I... I'm, I'm a fan of musical theatre. I'm a fan of music. I love to watch things. I like to be in a live room. I never anticipated that I would walk onto a stage like that as me to a sold out room and hear that kind of response. And when you hear it, I, I burst into tears. And I, <laughs> honestly, it's so overwhelming. It's uh, It was awesome. And these, I don't like to call them fans, but like, People that buy tickets Supporters. and support us, and yeah, it's it it honestly I can't put it into words how much it it actually means because they it wasn't perfect and they sat there and they smiled and they laughed and they were totally entirely with me for the whole of it and it was just the best experience I've ever had on stage. What is that word perfect? wants perfect well exactly aha perfection <laughs> imperfection gives you the, the character it makes which is it why unique. i wanted it live yeah. because that live aspect and yeah i mean we've we've fixed a couple of things we've fixed like sound problems and uh we've brought up the trumpets at some parts in the yeah, sound mix and, and we have to do all of those things that doesn't ruin the integrity of it and N even if you all. have to fix any vocals to get it all in one go who does yeah, that yeah unrealistic it yeah. is unrealistic but it's uh well, you're not going to lose the essence and no. the overall, like, even if 85% is what was there. Yeah, and we mic'd the audience. Oh, so beautiful. They're, they're on this album, which is another reason why I wanted to do it this way, because I, I, I'm trying to pave a way here so that other people can come out and do this, because I want to go and see people in this environment. I want to see the London Musical Theatre Orchestra with Ramin Karimlu at the Palladium or whatever. I, I want to see that. So why... Is Why this not one of your do business it? ideas now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, something's just pinged You've in my head. You've got a live production company now? <laughs> um, yeah, not quite. No, I don't Lucy quite. Lucy Jones <laughs> Records. LJR. I'm gen that genuinely is my record label. <laughs> I want to sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> is that um, a new thing, LJR? No, it's uh, I, everything that I've ever released has been right, okay. off my own back. I've been signed and dropped many times. Um, so it just made more sense to do it my way and... Um, you know, occasionally ask people if they'll help me out financially. And um, Listen, yeah. Lucy, from the day one that I've met you, you've had a business head on your, and <laughs> you were very uh, tenacious and resilient and smart. And oh, thanks. To know where you are now with all the experience you've had. Come on. No, it's uh, it's been a good time. It's been a, it's, it's an interesting life that we've chosen to have, isn't it? And uh, I'm learning about it every day, and I think I will continue to until the day I stop or I leave or I die or whatever. But it's, uh, it's so entirely worth it. You know what made my heart burst is when you first moved into the Adelphi, you text me, you went, I'm in your dressing room. I know. And well, I was like, because when my I walked dressing room, bless your heart. <laughs> I just remember coming to that dressing room and writing songs with you. I know, with all that well, yeah, prosthetic song. And literally, you couldn't leave the show in between at Love Never Dies because yeah. you had, you know, the, the phantom half face thing going on. And I ever do that thing because we had those three windows, right? Where I'd yeah. stand in one, people would notice me and then I'd duck down they'd be like, wait, there was a guy there. That'd yeah. be at the other window. They're yeah. like, no, there he is. <laughs> but then the rest of the group would be like, what are you talking about, man? You've had enough to drink. <laughs> that would take a good half hour of my waiting time. I love that. 
you should have done it like one side of your face and then at the other side and the other window with the other side of your face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So back to your album, which I'm so excited to hear. Now, do you have a title? Are you allowed to talk about that? Uh, Yeah, of course. Um, Very simply and unimaginatively, it's Lucy Jones Live at the Adelphi. I'm so glad it is that because it's genuine. Mm Mm-hmm. 18 tracks. How many songs did you sing on the so, night? So um, I, I actually sang 18 songs. One of the songs I'm keeping back um, for for another reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided to treat, uh, well, it's 18 tracks, 17 songs. I've decided to keep in the conversation that I had with the audience about my audition process for Waitress, um, wow. about my love for Sarah Bareilles. And I, I just thought I wouldn't be able to be doing this right now without that show and without that woman and without that theatre, and without those supporters and those people in the room, those specific moment in time. So um, uh, I rambled, (laughs) but uh, I'm I'm just leaving it completely uncut and how it was. I just thought it was a nice moment to have in there. I've not included any other conversation because that was purely for the night. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I thought that bit was special. So you... That's a heck of a production cost to Mm. put this album together. As in financially? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had a producer for the show Good. and he found the the bulk of the money. And then I was very generously sponsored for the album side of things by the Alpha Club. Yeah, I saw that on a poster. They, yeah. They, you know, they're great patrons. Yeah, they when really I see are. how they work with Ben, yeah. Ben Forster, and mm-hmm. the stuff they put on this concert we're doing. This was going to air after that. But, yeah. man, like they... They're amazing. and We they, need more people like that. Yeah, they're great people. They want to invest their money into things that they enjoy, but also they think is a bright thing to be doing. Uh, and they just sit and smile and love every minute of everything that they do. And I was just thrilled to be on board with them as well. Because I've glad. been with them for years. I did their first ever um, lunch as the Alpha Club in the Shard. And... Uh, I got this call saying, can you come and do this gig? Um, I was like, yeah, of course. Can you do it with acoustic guitar? And I was like, oh, yeah, God, I played and sung. I don't do that in public. Like That's a that's a sitting at home <laughs> writing mediocre songs kind of thing. Yeah. Um, can you do Life on Mars, please? I was like, why? What is it? What, who, who are these people? What the hell? So I went in and I played Life on Mars. Did you and, play? Yeah. And they... Went, they went absolutely nuts. They were on their feet, like singing, joining it. It was great. So you only had to do that one number. I did a few. I did a few others on, like, on the spot, but, but because out your guitar skills. I know. God, I've had the same guitar since when I was writing with you, and I bought that cheap clapped out thing from a charity shop in Putney. Uh, I've still got it, uh, and I'm not very good. <laughs> but it's headlined the show. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, headlined the highest building. But yeah. Um, so the so album's going to have 17 songs. 17 songs, 18 live. tracks, yeah. Who's producing the album? Me. So. What, you're doing all the mastering? No, so the mix and master is is by someone external. Um, but the production of it and everything and the arrangements and it were all kind of from my head and my heart with Fred's. And we had arrangers obviously do all the, the the dots and the parts and everything. But I really wanted it to be some, something that I will listen to selfishly in 60 years time and be like, shit, man, I really loved that song. God, that moment is I just wanted it to be like a, a, a memory for me with these people in this place at this time. Uh, it is a timestamp so cool. of a moment. Yeah. 
It was I, so cool. That's so brave and beautiful. Oh, it was it was horrifically arrogant and scary and I have went through phases of like three emotions every minute for the six weeks leading up to it. I was like, why am I doing this? Who do I think I am? Exactly. Then My I was thoughts like, when I this tour. is going to be great. Yeah. We're all going to have a great time and they're here to see me. It doesn't matter. They, they, they want to hang out. They want to do the songs and whatever. And then I'm like, maybe they feel like forced into it. Like, what are you doing? I totally understand what you're thinking. It's like but I love that you are syndrome. thinking that. Yeah. Yeah, it's that feeling of, wait, I've asked people to pay how much to come see me sing songs that I choose that yeah. I want to sing. <laughs> Who do I think I am? Exactly, exactly. God. Um, but no, it was great. The audience were awesome. The orchestra were amazing. Always are with Freddie. Yeah, um, not going to go wrong there. No, absolutely not. And the arrangements were like really beautifully done and amazingly executed. And yeah, I'm, I'm gushing and repeating myself, but it really was the best night. It was so good. So, do you have a release date? No. Um, I'm kind of playing with that slightly. Um, you have a ballpark of when you'd like it to come out? Well, I can't decide whether to do it right now and just go, hey, this concert's just happened, here's the album, run with it. Or to give it a little moment. I want people to be sick of me. Do no you know what I mean? Sick. We need more of you. No, but you know what I mean. Like, I'm just about to go back into the show I'm, I'm going to be on your posters again. I'm going to be on YouTube with you. Do, do you really need another layer of that? Or should I just wait until the summer and be like, here it is. Thank you so much. All right. Well, let's think of it business sense. Mm -hmm. People come see you in your show. They're seeing your face around town. It's for what? Being a music theater actress. Mm -hmm. We want to hear yeah, you sing more. Here's, here's the album. So when sure. I go to see a show and if the performer or artist that I enjoyed, especially in a musical, if I like their voice and their what they're all about they have you an album here up. too yeah no even in the theater oh, selling it in the theater yeah or if they let me sell them i don't know they will <laughs> they'll take a huge cut that's why <laughs> folks if you ever wonder why cds are so expensive in the theater it's not because the artist is parking yeah it. you know there's a massive markup for God, the theater we're so rich you wouldn't believe <laughs> i have so much money oh, oh if, if it's ready mm. i'd love to I would think get it out, but you know, you. you it's gonna you be know ready best. in like a few days. We we finished Ooh. the the master is happening like today as we speak. There's gonna be physical copies. It's not just a download. Thing. It's gonna be physical copies as well. Yeah. So you gotta sell it. Where else are you gonna? No one. Everyone downloads. So at least your physical copies are gonna go front of house. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Um, I have a chat. A very good friend of mine works for Decca, and she's gonna help me out with. Uh, with a bit of a plan for it. She probably knows more than me, but um, no, so she knows. She knows her. more than any any <laughs> of us. But uh, I'm going to speak to her. But I imagine she'll say the same as you. I think I'm just being paranoid. But then in five minutes, I'll be like, "No, you know what? I'm going to put a track out today." Like I'm, it's just so it chops and changes all the time. Um, but I find that that is, uh, you know, best laid plans never really work out. So, so let's say, well, whatever happens with the CD, whether it's on sale or not, you're going back to waitress yes. till. I will be back until the middle of June. So is there, are you thinking maybe tour the album after that? Do, do I you, don't do you know, want to, do more to be concerts? honest. There is, there is a couple of uh, other concerts that will be happening of the, of the album later this year. Um, Wait, Lucy Jones? Lucy Jones Live. Live, yeah. So the same, the same stuff that I did in London, um, in other cities around the UK, basically. Is it set or you're um, working on it's it? It's set. It's not, it's not out on sale yet or okay. anything, and I haven't put the dates out there. Um, is it a scaled down 
Uh, uh, slightly, slightly. slightly. Um, it's the same it's size band, and it's yeah, how it's many is in the band? Twenty-two. I thought we're scaling it down. No. (laughs) Holy shit. As in we're scaling down the size of the venue slightly. You're taking 22 musicians with you? Uh, I'm not taking musicians. I'm fixing the musicians in each city. But it's... uh, Whoa. Yeah. It's... um, I tour with five hillbillies and it's super expensive. (laughs) 22? (laughs) It's uh, five hillbillies. Really good. Um, They're my family. I know. I know. And you do wonderful, wonderful things. Um, these songs, the, the way that it's been done, I would hate for someone to pick up the album and then come and see the live show and expect it to be that, you know, big band, yeah, orchestra, it, musical theatre, soaring strings, um, and then, you know, me and a pianist and a cellist. No, I understand In that. a studio theatre is very different, but if we're going into these still large venues, I think we need we need that. And it's really not a moneymaker for me. I'm, I'm not making any money from it. It can't be. But exactly. <laughs> um, so if you see me on the street, give me money. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, listen, 20, that's a... They're certainly going to get value for money. Ah, yeah. No, it'll be a good show. It'll always be a good show, and I'll always have some pals come and sing with me and... Yeah, you should come. You should come do one if you're around. It'd be 100%. awesome. Mm. I'm here. Woohoo! I have a few trips lined up this year, but yeah, most what are you it, doing? It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> well, listen, right now, and this will go out soon enough, but I'm sure even when this goes out, the whole COVID nineteen issues will probably still exist. Sadly. I think they will. Yeah. And it's it's like you know, like traveling in London today. I'm like, I'm not actually worried about the virus itself. It's how it's being handled or everyone's reactions or mm-hmm. the the restrictions on what you can do so you know i've i've got i got a concert in japan lined up there was there was talk to finally going to china mm-hmm. obviously that's been postponed now so who knows what will happen yeah. because anything that gets shifted might have to be canceled because my filming at holby is going on till december yeah they so the can only help changing, so much they've yeah. been so good as it is but if you start changing it they got storylines set up so of course yeah um going to uh, Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Going to Japan twice. Well, that's the plan. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Uh, I'm going on a cruise with John Berriman. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Is that a musical theatre cruise? Yeah. I'm, so I'm, tell me about I'm fascinated by these. So you literally get on a cruise ship with uh, the musical theatre performers and you, you all do shows throughout the week. And I guess. It's like I a no musical theatre. I'm going on with my band. So right. I feel we're not going to be, we're going to be at least liked. <laughs> you might be a breath of fresh air hopefully I would, ho- I would hopefully, think of it that way and hopefully the ship will be clean yeah well <laughs> oh, no. um, I'm supposed to be going to Japan this week not going cancelled everything's closed what were you going to do this I week? was just going for a trip for a holiday and oh, no. everything is closed and it's been booked for, for a little while were you able to so, get your money back? Um, kind of lots of it but like most people have gone we see this is not your fault, but smaller companies are like, we are going to die if if you don't, if you try and fight us on this. Yeah, I get. It. I feel for anyone yeah, affected by I it. I do. It's awful. I mean, but what it what it does mean is that I'm coming back to waitress slightly sooner because I was due to be away for slightly longer, um, just by a few days. Um, but that's one silver lining because I really do love the show. <laughs> That'd be nice. So what? Do you have planned after? So you might concertize. Well, you have some concerts. We're going to announce them soon. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to get back to another role? I do. I, yeah. My eyes on something. 
Okay. Um, but you, you never know with these uh, with I these things. I know what it is, but I'm not going to say. Well, really? I'll do it off mic. Oh. Well, I, what if I guess now and you don't want to talk about it, or if I guess right? Well, go on, tell me, but don't say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, these are sensitive mics, Lucy. Wait, I'm 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 looking at the clock because you said you wanted to pay oh, for I more parking. To, I do need to pay for more parking. Sorry, Alan. Here we are on the hang with Lucy Jones. Uh, very insightful. She's uh, first of all, what iPhone is that? My phone got stolen, so I've just got a new one. Welcome to Ringo. Oh, two. Um, why don't you have the app? My SIM card isn't working, so they've given me a page you go thing. So I don't care. So Lucy's trying to put more time on her parking, and I'm in two minds whether I might keep this in. And let's see if you can concentrate, whether I can concentrate with... How much longer are you going to add it for? An hour. I'll add an hour. Are you allowed to stay? Because we're about to get kicked out of here. Oh, are we? But are we allowed to go hang for a hot second? Oh, I'm not allowed to park for another hour anyway. Never mind. When does it run out? It's, it's like now, but it's fine. It'll be fine for a minute. It's fine. Let's carry on talking. So you have your eye on some projects. Yeah, have, so you're still I hungry have, to get back on stage in a musical. Yeah, absolutely. I love I love musicals. I love being in them. I'm I've been on tour for a long time, doing lots of great shows. But um, waitress being in London was what I wanted. I wanted to be at home. I wanted to be in the city where my home is, with my people, with my husband, with my dogs. I just wanted to be at home. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that for a while. So I, um, I'm more than happy if a role comes in that I that I want to do and it's in London. I'm not going to go. Oh, it's not very interesting. Or oh, maybe I should be looking at you know doing a chamber play. Or like I'm, I'm I don't care. I, I just want to be at home and do my job and feel happy and earn some money. Yeah. Not much. And being happy. <laughs> that's the main thing. Oh God. We have to be happy. I. I've been such a workaholic for my whole adult life and you're right I'm so driven and I'm like like obsessive with it sometimes but recently I've something's just slightly changed in me and I I love my job don't get me wrong and I will always be completely committed to it but there just comes a point where all the bullshit and the drama and you know and like things that go on within a building where people spend a lot of time with each other I don't care about it anymore. No. I used yeah. I used to kind of really concern myself with everyone everyone else's happiness, but you can't. No, it doesn't define you. Just who you just can't. Are. But That's also, a... you can't you can't help someone else not be bothered by stupid drama. You're absolutely right. Well, listen, Lucy, <laughs> I'm going to look out for your album. We're Thank all going to promote it once it's out. Once you're Thank ready, you. <laughs> I hope you do sell it front of house. I'm going to have you back. We're going to hang some more because there's so much more I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, me too. I have so many things. I want to do one with you, like me being Ramin, you being Ramin. Like I'll be, I'll be the host, Ramin, <laughs> and I'll interview Ramin. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, we should because I, I, I have so many questions. <laughs> Lucy, I adore you. Thank you for the hang. I love you. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks for hanging with Lucy and I. I'm so excited to hear her album. Her voice is one of the best around and she's an incredible artist. I'm bummed I won't get to see her as Jenna and Waitress with the show announcing its closure due to the coronavirus pandemic. However, we do have her live performance and this album to look forward to. I can't wait. The Hang is produced by Dory Berestein and Alan Seals from the Broadway Podcast Network. 
You can find me online at epn.fm forward slash Nahang. Don't forget, you can connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Ramin Karamlu, on YouTube, a roaming Iranian, or my Facebook page, official Ramin Karamlu. Music for my podcast is by my friends in one of my favorite bands, The Dives. Please check them out at their website, thedivesmusic.com. That's thedivesmusic.com, where you can get to know them, hear their incredible music, get links to all their socials, and most importantly, their tour dates, where you can find out where you can see and hear them live. They are truly a great band, and they are phenomenal live. Check them out. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.